0: Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers, and today uh, we are in the middle of, oh, I can't even remember where we are. I think we're doing Mad Men. I think that's... Yes, we are. We've just done... We're in between Mad Men seasons. Garth, you, uh, your lovely lover watches mad men but you don't but you've been told by your friends that you should watch it
1: uh, can i just ask tom this Dude. podcast isn't for mad men is it
0: no it's not surprise I
1: completely i haven't completely misread this email because i thought it was here for the big lebowski i yeah. have not seen mad men so <laughs> it's a live watch um <laughs> we're going to <laughs> oh, no, watch my imagine. top 10 episodes I bet, I bet I would still find opinions though, Tom. We could talk about it and I'd be like, I don't like that bit, (laughs) but you haven't seen it. Well,
0: there you go. Uh, No, you are spot on. Today we are talking about The Big Lebowski. Um,
1: Hence the dressing gowns. Hence the dressing gowns. Believe it Um, or not, this was my idea. (laughs) It was your idea for the robes. Wait, wait, let me me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski, I'm the dude. You know, uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, el duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Are you employed, Mr. Lebowski? Ah! Employed? You like sex, Mr.
0: Lebowski. Is this your only ID? You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. <laughs> Jeff Lebowski, the other Lebowski, the millionaire. I received this ransom note this morning. This is a bummer, man. They want you to take the money and act his courier.
1: What, are you, man? what the hell is this?
0: My dirty onies dude. The whites.
1: Let's take that hill. <laughs> Why should we settle for 20 grand when we can keep the entire million? I know you're mixed up in all this. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody. Blow them. Um, my rope has my name on it. How? Well, mine's got a pocket that's
0: loose. So <laughs> that's there you go. I got you there. Um, <laughs> um, um gas. I gave dumb. you a list of 10 films. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, you did. And you pitch the big Lebowski. Huh? Fabulous stuff. What? Who's sitting on a million dollars? We
1: want some money. Ah, Sitting in the trunk of our car. Where's my damn money? Say, dude, where is your car? Who's got your undies, Walter? This is a very complicated case, Ma. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Is this your homework, Larry?
0: And I would like my undies back. A lot of uh, strands
1: to keep in my head, man. Bro, hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here. Huh? I like your style, dude. I have no choice but to tell these bums to do whatever is necessary to recover their money from you. They were Nazis, dude. They were nihilists, man. They kept saying they believed in nothing.
0: Better
1: Um, I even asked to be on it this time. Normally, normally, did? guys, Tom begs me for weeks, weeks, <laughs> weeks, weeks, <laughs> non-stop emails, texts, WhatsApps. But this time, I was like, Tom, letters. I'm feeling letters. I bet you would send a letter, wouldn't you? Tom?
0: I, uh, in my previous relationship, love letters were a big factor. Yes.
1: Wow. I, That's the wow. problem.
0: I want to get into a relationship again, but I know it'll be like another five
1: but months. It's expensive because, like, quill ink is expensive. So you're <laughs> actually saving money by not being in a relationship. So it was a ballpoint man. Um,
0: I, I had a very it. nice pen that was just for letters and then it ran out of ink. So there you
1: go, <laughs> job, job done really. Um, wow. Garth. Top quality content from us, isn't it? Thanks for Welcome
0: to the Pencast. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite? <laughs> I love, I love a blue ink.
1: Yeah. I love it. You figured, oh, here's a loser, you know, a, a deadbeat. Well, aren't you? Well, yeah.
0: You cannot drag this negative energy into the tournament.
1: Jeffrey. Bond? Love me. That's my robe. I'm throwing rocks tonight. It don't matter to
0: Jesus.
1: (laughs) This could be a a, a lot more complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? Actually, quickly, Tom, what color ink are you? If you had to pick a color ink, you're just black. How do you feel about blue?
0: I do, this, see. This is the thing. I don't really care. I I must drive some people insane because I am um, grab a pen. I don't care. Yeah, I will.
1: Similar. I will go black to blue. Apart from green, I wouldn't write in green. I find. Oh no, I only write in black and blue. Oh, because some people. I, I I knew someone once who would only write on their script with a red pen, and I was like, ah, it just. I don't know. It doesn't. Mm. No, that it feels makes. Feels weird
0: under my skin no that makes complete sense to me because black text yeah, yeah making yeah. the red notes I, I would never yeah 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 that makes sense to me and they're that's how they do it in the newspaper world. now
1: as well so I'd say, well not they're not famous they're just they're just not <laughs> not me <so>. and yeah. <laughs> um, that's how they do it in the newspaper world uh, it
0: goes higher up so the writers really? the writers use blue ink i think then their editors use i use black or whatever and then the top dogs use
1: red Red so pen. that's where the big red pen comes from. I bet um, you're going to get like that, Tom. You're going oh, to you write writing so. red pen because I'm king of podcasts. I am I'm the king of podcasts. Um,
0: Garth, before I'm not going to list all of the ten movies because <laughs> oh, yeah, um, we're here for the s- film. Send us How on five minute tangents each time. But why Big Lebowski? Why?
1: What grabbed you? What? What's your relationship with the Big Lebowski? You know what the Big Lebowski for me is just without even I'm not even overselling it. It is like family to me. Mm. um i watched it when i was m- far too young for it uh and oh, i remember man. i watched it with my brother and, w- and we had the video i believe yeah we must have done and we watched it. i think we have been told we weren't meant to watch it so it was even more like like the... think there's something like 260 fucks in it or something <laughs> yes it's an something insane amount of of I, I don't know man i just i hadn't as a then like, i'd never seen a film like it And Mm -hmm. I rewatched it yesterday and I was like, wow, I still have never seen a film like this. It is something onto itself. So I just, my opinion on it is so biased. (laughs) I just love it. Like I can't, I can't say anything else. I don't think it's not storyline. It's storyline wise. It's not one of the best in the world. You know what I mean? But I do think it's got something that no other film has done.
0: I I think, think, um, At the end of the day, you know, everybody watches the film and they have a different experience. But I'm pretty sure that everybody has the exact same experience with The Big Lebowski. But the first time they watch it and they go, that was really funny. But they're trying to catch up with the mystery and they're doing the mystery. (laughs) And and they're really into that. That is something. okay. so Julianne Moore's there. She's really funny and he's really funny and they're all really funny but where does this come into the mystery? Yeah. And then the second time you watch it, you go- "Radio element, Donny. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are Donny. And the second time you watch it and go, okay, I know what's going to happen now. So I'll uh, be, I'll catch up on the mystery. And what happens is, you know, what's going to happen. So you don't care about the mystery. And for every scene, all man, those little something. moments. it It is pure
1: perfection to me. In, in it me. Is, It's amazing. It's amazing because you could even class it. There's so many genres you could put in. You could class it as a stoner film, right? Yeah. But like, it's a stoner film with a with the lead lead protagonist being the dude. But I think anyone can enjoy it. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't it doesn't stick itself in that genre because I know that my mum enjoys it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, there's something in there for everything, and I think the chemistry between the three guys as a friendship group. It's just you can watch it all day, mm. you know, because oh, you really man, believe you man. really believe in their friendship and the weird way that he treats Donnie and stuff. Mm. Like I've been in friendship groups where I've seen one person just cuss the other person. and mm. You're always like, why? But it is just a, a thing.
0: I'm going to do some boring film history for you, Garth. Which oh, I, I love I, it when I, you do that. Can you do it you in up.
1: a posh accent, though, please? <laughs>
0: I'll try. So, but but I, I don't know where your relationship with noir films is, but those 50s, sort of 40s detective era movies where you've got the private dick or the ex-disgraced detective and he's the smartest man and he's the most charismatic man and he's going through this mystery and he's putting it all together and everybody loves him. And then you sort of get with Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye, which takes the real major uh, book character of Philip Marlowe and instead makes him this lazy guy he's got a cat and he's sort of fumbling through this and then another 20 years later you get the further uh expansion of that which is okay what if the guy central to this mystery having to figure it all out is absolutely baked the entire time he's drinking white russians constantly he oh, doesn't yeah. work um
1: and and what is happy that's he's the key happy. Yeah, yeah. That that's why it's that's why it works so well mm. Is uh I mean, there's that direct parallel, isn't there? He meets the man who has everything, mm-hmm. but he's obviously not happy and he has nothing, but he's, he's just... And then, you know, I mean, the final death of Donnie always gets... It always hits me oh, because... Man. I also laugh at it every time. Yeah. But I also get very upset and about it. It's one of those things of the entire time... It's like a magic trick. You're, the
0: entire time you're looking at this big grand scale thing and then, oh, wait a minute, donnie has been getting strikes every time and wait, how about halfway through, that was the last strike he ever did and then this one, there's just one pin left, so much wrong with Donnie, and then he dies and yeah. it, it's, it's one of those things of, yeah, where you're yeah. so busy and so busy and then suddenly a family member passes you go, oh, wait, th- they weren't even ill.
1: That sort of yeah. thing, yeah. Of, you've
0: been focused on everything very... all this time.
1: I never thought until you said that it's actually quite a uh, realistic look at grief and death mm. because you think it's going to be like the movies, but then it was just the suddenness and then the almost sad acceptance. Mm. You know, it wasn't it wasn't played. It wasn't too like death isn't that dramatic, but they did it sincerely in, in a comedy. Is it a comedy? What would you Would You say genre it's a comedy? I think well, this is the thing. I think it was disrespectful, and I don't know why, because I find it hilarious. Well,
0: this is the, Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, I, I, I've had the argument for a long time that I think Wolf of Wall Street is actually the best comedy of the past ten years, because you would never think of it in the same league as your knocked up or so your bridesmaids. But Jonah Hill, man. But laugh per minute. It may just be the best comedy of the past 10 years. And I think you've got that case here. I've seen this film an ungodly amount of times and still laid in my bed this morning, laughing along, you know, you never heard of the Seattle Seven, you know, it was me and six other guys. Even the, just the smallest little things make me laugh. And it is, especially in that first 20 minutes, it's insane how every single line is a zinger or it's propelling the plot, or it's taking the piss out of
1: the plot. Just astounding. Um, it's so well. It's so well written. Mm. Um, and I thought, I thought um, lines must be improvised. And then I was watching an interview of them just before mm. we started this. And the three actors were there, um, and they were saying it wasn't improvised. A no. few lines were, but they said they had to get the script right because it was so funny. Mm. And I and. The, the bowling um, alley scenes. I always assumed that they were like they're so ridiculous. Mm. You know, I assume that that can only come from improv. Well, it came again from fa- like in Fargo,
0: the film, and um, yeah, everybody, everybody thought that it was improvised because of all of the
1: wells and ums and uh, ums. So that's uh, what well life's and, like. They they write. They write. And, uh, your, yeah, real truth. Probably. William
0: H Macy has gone on the record multiple times as saying. No, I didn't spend hours in a, in a room <laughs> learning every well and um for you to say it was improvised. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, it long,
1: I didn't even think of it
0: from that yeah. perspective. Um and well. Um, let's do YouTube comments. Let's see what people are saying. Pity the poor soul who had to condense this labyrinthian mindfuck of a film into a two minute trailer.
1: Fair. That's <laughs> fair. Like, to be honest, but you know what all you need? All you need for the trailer is the opening scene of him in a supermarket in his fucking dressing gown. Mm. And I'm pr- he smells milk or something, but he's the it most relaxed, it. happy man. He's just chilled, man. Like he's mm. fucking high in a supermarket. And, he's, and I think that's just, it's just beautiful. One of my favorite little that's things...
0: Yeah, one of of my favourite little things is all the time he re-incorporates things he's heard. So in that supermarket scene, when he's watching George Bush Sr., and he got, this aggression will not stand. And then later, when he's trying to impress Lebowski, he goes... This aggression will not stand, man. You know, he's, he's yeah. throwing things again. And then Julianne Moore goes, in the parlance of our times. And then later in the limousine, he completely uses it wrong. And he goes, you know, in the parlance of our times, man. And he's just using it completely wrong. But he knows it sounds a little bit smart. And so yeah. he's trying, again, to worm his way through this labyrinthian mind folk as uh, oh. that. so uh, that Colin line,
1: that line when he's like, hey, there's <laughs> there's a beverage here or something. Like, I need to
0: get a him. He's like, hey, Doesn't- man. Drop a single drip. Excellent work. Very nice summation here. This movie is about nothing. Walter is a Jew, but he is not. There is a kidnapped woman, but she is not. Dude is the Lebowski, but he is not. There are nihilists, but they are not, since they care about money. The dude and Walter are bowling players, but they never get to bowl. There is a moneyful case, there was no money in it. The only relevant person was Donnie, but he did not survive. Donnie's ashes are thrown into this Pacific, but it, but it preferred the dude ashes, the dude is more Pacific. Okay, so their summation has fallen flat because it's ineligible. But uh, it started with something uh, yeah. that made sense, yeah.
1: Oh, I heard something in, in in the interview I was just telling you. I'll send it mm-hmm. to you afterwards, because um, it was done in like 2018, of them talking about the Big mm-hmm. Lebowski. Um and one of them says a fan came over to him and uh, gave a theory. And then all three of them start thinking about if the theory is right or not. It's one of those scripts where I feel like it is open for interpretation. But oh, yeah. it's the idea that Donnie's not actually there the whole time, right? And he's, um, uh, what's the Vietnam guy called? Walter. Walter, Walter. so it's check. just like a throwback because uh, the dude never talks to him ever. No. The only time he says is he says, as he walks away, he's like, thanks, Donnie. And then he says goodbye, Donny. But there's never like direct conversation with them. And you're like, well, even. But all of them were like, well, that I guess like it's one of those films, you know. You can.
0: Yeah, I get. I've I've heard the Donny thing before. I've always just
1: I haven't heard it before.
0: Ignored it because he uh, does address him. He does say goodbye, he? Donnie. Hello, Donny, and all that. So it's
1: but like if he knows if he knows that he's his imaginary friend. Like the dude's aware of it. Like he's All right. okay. okay, oh, right. that's, that's oh, okay. the theory of it. Is he joins in with it because he's so like accepting of like his friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bit with the car. I just remember when he said, This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass.
0: <laughs> so, you know, in America, in American planes, they change lines so that there's no swearing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you they know what they
0: changed? Um, do you know what no. happens when you do? Do you know what ha- this is? What happens? This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> it doesn't really, doesn't really have the same ring.
1: It's still funny though. Oh, it it's is still, still funny. Great. And if you they... know, they've done it on purpose. <laughs> like they, they fully have been like, okay, no worries. We'll take the swearing out.
0: <laughs> um, Let's get into the body of the film. 10 minute stretch. Here are my nominees. And then uh, you can shout if I've missed anything. Opening... Uh, 10 minutes with them at the bowling alley um, and meeting those people and the the whole Chinaman conversation. And that's not the preferred nomenclature. We're not talking about the guys that made the railroad here. Walter is one of the funniest exchanges of all ever written. Yeah, and and yeah, the introduction of just their three back and forth. I uh, talked to a previous guest, David Robinson, and I said, what's your best single minute for Big Lebowski? And she said, definitely that first uh, bowling I scene and, and, and I do have to agree uh, it really does bring us into that triple dynamic of it's those' just three. perfect
1: like from like an actual screenwriting perspective mm. like those that opening bit like your job is to say who these people are, mm. and you know like that you just know you know by the time you get there, you know who they are, and i don't know how they do it, but, and you already feel like you knew them,
0: yeah for fear of. A ten-minute tangent, which I actually think will be justified this time. Before, so I'm going to put a pin in ten-minute stretch. This is our first Coen Brothers movie, which is a big event. Oh, really? It is indeed. Don't worry, there will be plenty, plenty more. Garth, what's your relationship with the Coen Brothers? What, uh, what, um, what's sticking out for you?
1: Let me have a look at this IMD. So we got
0: Fargo, No Country yeah. for Old Men.
1: Yeah. Raising you know, I, I met some people recently for the first time ever who didn't like No Country for Old Men.
0: Oh, Why? How strange Excellent. is
1: that? They just said nothing <laughs> happens.
0: Oh. I, ooh, the, the Well, the entire film flies by for me. But the middle 30 where Josh Brolin is on the run is some of the finest
1: tension. I don't even, you know, I don't even, I, I actually, this is my question to you. When you're watching a film, mm. I rate a film. Uh, I think, by performance, screenplay, how it's shot, you know? Okay. But yeah. I could watch something ter- filmed on an iPhone, but if it's good script and good acting, I'll watch forever, right? Okay, right,
0: yeah. And
1: I would say, and for No Country Old Men, I just think the the, the performances in it are just so strong that, to be mm. honest, they could do nothing and I could watch. But yeah, no, that was weird. They didn't like that, but I think it's very good. It's very good. Have um, you done uh, that on the podcast yet?
0: No, we haven't as of yet. Well... What's there up? You go. you're in garth when we do it no, uh, that's a great oscar stuff. race the 2007 oscar race is incredible oh that'd, that'd be a good one that'd it be is
1: a good one, one. maybe um, we can do it in person that'd be nice Wow. Well, Provisionally. um yeah i uh, is it but, but i is big
0: lebowski your favorite coin
1: yeah yeah it has to be yeah yeah it's one of my favorite films
0: tom I've always been, su- not really, because after two episodes I thought, oh my, this is actually incredible. But Fargo the series is astonishing
1: and By always way, surprises I, it's me. It's on it my list, I haven't, I haven't yeah.
0: seen it. No, Fargo's excellent. Um, film and series. Uh, I'm going to take that pin back out. Back to 10 minute stretch. Meeting Maud. Meeting Maud Lebowski. Meeting uh, <laughs> Maud Lebowski, uh, Julianne, the wonderful Julianne Moore, um, and all of that. Some men are frightened by it. Even the word vagina uh, gets me every time. That's
1: quite um, like the, the, the comedy they're doing there mm? works so well in today's like everything to that, Everything that's going on right now with culture and film and everything. That scene is literally referencing now. You did, when you first watched it, it was funny, but it hasn't got quite a lot. There's quite a lot of subtext under there that you could unpeel, I think. It does also have the incredible
0: commentary of the porno uh, log jamming with uh, Kyle Hungus and Buddy LaGioia, the wonderful Tara Reed and Peter Stomar. And um, the story is ludicrous, is a line, again, that always gets me. Uh, Well, you can guess what happens next. Fixes the pipes. Um, Man. Just just excellent stuff. Um, However, I've got to change. How much, so she is butt naked under that harness completely because we see everything, and then she takes the harness off. How much must that hurt to do that full harness
1: on bare skin? In it. It can't be, gravity's a thing. You know? It is a thing. Like, it's just, it always is. Um, There you go. If that's something you're... Uh, your, your, your audience now know
0: <laughs> then she puts on her
1: robe um, yeah yes big lebowski man honestly <laughs> yeah i don't understand it I, i'm gonna tell you right now i don't know what happens in that film
0: yeah i mean i watched it last time thing.
1: again and i'm but i enjoy the sequences so much mm. i mean i really don't understand the guy the the mustache guy you know who you oh, Walter. Walter. And he's just like, hello, how you doing? You know what I mean? He's all oh, lovely. the private
0: eye, the yeah, Mr. Shobatz. Yeah,
1: yeah there's, lo- there's quite, actually, there's quite a bit in this film. I don't really, it's not one you question. You're
0: no, thinking... it's not.
1: The, um, the
0: famous story is, I think it was, I can't remember. It, 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 it's either Henry, Henry Faulkner adapting, right. yes, it's Henry, it's somebody adapting Raymond Chandler's The Big Sleep into the film. And he called him up, the original writer, and he said, "Who's who's this? I can't figure it out." And he goes, "I don't, I don't know, because I think it's intentionally a, pl- a plot and a mystery that does have um, loop uh, does have big holes that just don't make sense." And not in the here, it's played for comedy, whereas in Chinatown, it's obviously there are things in Chinatown that don't make sense, legitimately yeah. don't make sense. Uh, And that's obviously played for um, this grand evil uh, champion. Excellent. Mr. Gibbs. Other 10 minute stretch. Um, Arthur Digby Jr. As we just talked about, uh, the the TV writer, (laughs) who um, uh, he goes to see
1: um, and he's living in an iron lung. And Walter loves it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is so funny that whole sequence for me is probably i don't actually i it's impossible to say this this i I mean i like this question tom i do and i think it works well for other films but the big lebowski there isn't a scene that i don't love i I I had to stop myself because
0: for single minute i was literally just i put every minute i put opening credits then i put bowling in 10 minute stretch and then i went Philip Seymour Hoffman talking about the medals and it, it, I was getting to a point where I had to stop myself and go uh and okay, we haven't even go.
1: got to Jesus yet you know what I mean we're not even there fucking go click uh we haven't <laughs> talked about the fight scene we like you know like just there's not so much. oh I love the fucking car thing when he's like fucking amateurs yeah fucking <laughs> adam- <laughs> run through the jungle. Um, yeah, Tom. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just think we should just say the film's great, <laughs> <laughs> and end. <laughs> Job done. Um, well, I don't have a podcast. No,
0: well, there we go. Um, yeah. No other ten-minute stretch. The th- Jackie Treehorn into the dream is is pretty pretty unassailable. Um,
1: I love Benazaria. All, ben. all, all, all the dream sequences, you know, um, they're great. I actually. And, ooh, I actually have
0: the first dream in my change. But do you know why it's in my change, Garth? Why? Because it got to an hour and I realised I didn't have a single change and I felt like something needed to be said. I don't actually want to change the first no, dream. No, that's
1: it, Tom. <laughs> I did the Tom. Te- when I watched it last night, I watched it for the first time ever with a critical eye because I was mm-hmm. like, you can't just come talk to Tom about how much you love every second of this film. Even when it almost feels unjust when you're watching it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I honestly... Probably the funeral scene for the best, te- best sequence, just because yeah. it's iconic. I'll never forget it. You know, like when he throws that He starts talking about <laughs> Nam. <laughs> like so... Because it start Again, it's that playing of expectations.
0: It starts off so nice. And, and then suddenly you hear the line...
1: <laughs> Even at like so mold. many young men died, and I thought, oh no. Even oh, at the morgue, when they pass, he goes, I'll take it. And he looks and he goes, What's that? Yeah. He's like, Oh, we don't need it. We're spreading the ashes. Incredible taking off of the glasses. Uh yeah,
0: and also, yeah, so <laughs> oh, yeah, <that> was... <laughs> uh so cold, they keep calling it a receptacle. And Steve Buscemi... You know, I've always been one of those people. Again, I'm a struggling... I'll be eventually be a struggling actor, so I won't want this to be a thing. But I've always had the opinion of, why not cast big stars in those two role scenes? The fact that Steve Buscemi is Donnie... Donnie is an exceptionally written character, and as you say, those initial scenes bring us into the world of these characters immediately. He's he's completely... Nece- he's the only necessary point in this whole mm. film. But having Steve Buscemi just amps that by 10 because we have a relationship with Steve Buscemi we love Steve Buscemi even Mr. Pink you can't you
1: can't fully hate because he's almost delightful. respect him more don't you because mm. you know how talented he is I watched him such a um, fantastic actor and then he's taken a role where he's just to don't know he is I can't even explain it. you know that you know like when you're in um, you know when you're in like plays at school and stuff like that and they're like well the bit parts are still parts you know <laughs> Almost like he had the, <laughs> but it actually makes sense in Big Lebowski because he doesn't say a lot and he doesn't oh, do a lot, but you care about him as much as all three of them. I don't completely. think it's the dude's film. I think it's those three. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, playing on those old
0: noir tropes. These, the dude is obviously in every scene, same as Bogart's in you know every scene of the Big oh, Sleep. Yes, yes. And now he, I know what you're talking about. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ending, which you uh, just alluded to, uh, which moves us into Tom's weirdly specific favorite parts of the film, which was very tough because, arguably, <laughs> Weird. this is the most weirdly every gag in this film is a weirdly specific gag. Him picking out his glasses out of the toilet bowl, in basically laugh every time. Um, the Philip Seymour Hoffman opening the doors; he's been in seclusion. And the
1: music playing, <laughs> and he's sat in the dark and he's even, talking yeah, about it. And man, even you, that, that, you know, when he's getting, he's getting drowned in the toilet when mm. they're in the wrong Billabowski pulls him up and he's like, Where's the money? Where is it? And he was like, I don't know, let me have another look. Yeah, I and think he's still down there. <laughs> that shows you exactly who this character is, you know. He's just always chill, you know, he's not he, threatened. Is yeah. he Jesus as well? I've seen a theory. <laughs> online that he's uh based on jesus you know i probably can't say that can you (laughs) he's um the what do you call
0: it uh it is a religion now dudism uh and many people follow it yeah they they do the big lebowski they do the lebowski fest each year it used to be that i would go to it It used to be at the bowling alley but then they tore the bowling alley down yeah
1: and uh so now it's, it's a different bowling alley um Oh, Tom, should we go? Do a pilgrimage. And me and you, we'll just fucking go to the Lebowski thing, hang out with all the... As a kid, I always... it's we a my... strange crowd. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> as, strange a, as
0: a kid, I always... My pilgrimage idea was to go to every planet Hollywood ever, not knowing that it was a full chain restaurant. I thought they were a bit more special. Yeah, <laughs>
1: man. And also... You're going, was... you're going to Tenerife. <laughs> like...
0: yeah. This was also when I realized there's nothing wrong with Tenerife Cards.
1: No, I Um, love it. Don't get me wrong. It's my favorite (laughs) holiday destination. You know me, man. um, Sun and one pound cocktails. Yes, please.
0: (laughs) I I also forget that it's just the same props over and over again because you have to make multiple props. So uh, there was a very, uh, I think it's in Beck's autobiography where he says, I was one time at a hard rock cafe and I looked up on the wall and it said, this is Beck's guitar. And I said... No, it's not. I've never used that colour guitar. So it's... it's really? To take everything with picture
1: I I had an issue with them before, but now I really have one. (laughs) I don't know what the issue was before. I just never liked them. Food, food. most likely. It's really expensive, isn't it? But in reality, it's just a burger, isn't it? And you're like... And now that's not even like Elvis's face. I'm not going to go there. But there's a gremlin
0: behind you because they made over 100 of them. So they... (laughs) Um, I've seen the Titanic doll though. How big is it? I've. Do you want a twenty-minute tangent on why people annoy me when they say the Titanic? The they both try to get on, and it's and it flips over. It's it's. They make the point in the movie. He's sacrificing it anyway. Are you a big Titanic man, Garth? I I, I obviously am majorly into Titanic.
1: I have seen it so many times, you know, and I do enjoy it a lot. I don't know why I love it. I love the ending. I think that's what it is. I always cry, you know, I always get it gets me with the violins and they're like, oh, just one more, Chaps. You know what I mean? I really, I like to think I'm that guy. I'd be like, yeah, one more, Chaps. And I'm like, (laughs) like, da-da-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. Don't
0: listen to, no, what's the point? Nobody's listening to us, but they don't listen to us at dinner either. Come on, it'll it'll keep us
1: warm. I think it's that fucking like (laughs) stiff-off-a-lip bollocks in it. It's just so, it's so um, commendable. And I think Leo's great in it. Yes. it's a great I think, movie. I think people, all like these the people, set design the, it's it is incredible. Beautiful. It I'm is just, the greatest quite, quite a few people. watches to really like it. But I do think it's great. I do. As a as a as a kid or whatever, I would say it'd be the
0: best film ever if they took half an hour out before they met and cut all the modern stuff. But
1: now, as an adult, I think that's the most stupid thing in the world. The modern You stuff were is an, a, opinionated kid, an opinionated kid, weren't you? you watching, I would I would just watch like Finding Nemo and be like, yes. <laughs> No more, nothing Welcome, be... I still stand by it. Have you done Finding Nemo yet? No, we haven't. As can a... I do that one too?
0: That one... I'm sure Finding Nemo will find its way.
1: Okay, until... are, are, my... are these episodes ever gonna come out, Tom? Because I swear I've only seen one, <laughs> I've done like a hundred.
0: Have you seen the SNL sketch where it's Michael Keaton and he's like a pervert children's TV show host? And we he's, like... he's doing it all to the audience and he's singing his song and he's like, let's go to the clock, let's go to the clock. And then eventually, and they're all obviously people inside the clocks going, hello, I'm a clock. And then like halfway through, one of them goes straight faced. Where are the cameras, Toby? And (laughs) And it's just this weird guy that's constructed it all. It's very funny, but I've ruined it.
1: How did we get there, I Tom?
0: I don't know. It's a deep, dark right. hole, and then I followed I told, it in. I told
1: you, Tom, you got to stop, like, just coming to these podcasts drunk. I told you, last time i will tell you this time, man. Now the favourite part. is the most beautiful... Titanic. I told you, Titanic was great. Um, I love the answer. Autumn... started on that door, right? They showed me in the fucking... They showed...
0: They're capsized. Um, the Autobahn album cover is incredible. Uh, I Maybe my favourite gag in the entire film is, again, one of those classic, even I know the bloody pencil pencil on the, pencil on the thing trick. And he's like, oh, he's actually going to be a detective and he's going to figure something out. And what is it? It's a big cock. And uh, yeah. it's just Ben Cazaria having a great time <laughs> as Jackie Treehorn. Uh, he's going to come up later in Best Line. Love some of his takes on on. Bond. Oh, we're doing Best Line, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh,
0: the throwing of the mug. Just how brutal that really is. What bit's that? Where he throws it. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off nature.
1: All oh, right. Yeah, Keep yeah,
0: out yeah. of Malibu, you fascist! And he throws the mug. Yeah, Total. yeah. yeah. Um, I love when... They've had sex. They've had sex, and uh, Maud's doing the fetal position, and he's got a joint, and he goes, uh, "Is that yoga?" And she goes, "It." Uh, and then he does the great spit take.
1: Um. <laughs> the bit that you were talking yeah, about, she just comes round, doesn't she? is not she like make love to me or something? Make love to me, Mr. Lazar. And game. then he just, and then it's just like we see the dude in his element, like he just, mm. he's just laying there in his bed. And why has he always got like this much of a joint left? Do you notice that? You never seen. It's like they never show you him smoking weed. Just the end, always the end. What's that? You, but then I think, great,
0: because every yeah, other film, it's like a It's all there. It's always full. It's always yeah. a full cigarette or anything. I love, yeah. Well, um, the most obvious one's in the bath when he's got that tiny, tiny one. He's really sucking that one dry.
1: Just um, always smoking, just a little bit of wheat. And it's almost like you never get to see him smoke, but you only ever see the effect, you know. Mm. And it's an, it's a really interesting choice. Also, yeah, it would be annoying because you need to show him smoking a lot, don't you? But you don't want, you just don't want every scene of like. <laughs> you It's it's spaced out with the drinking. I feel um, the drinking's good. Drinking's excellent. (laughs) Are you a white Russian, Mangath? Um, you know what? I haven't ever had one. Oh, so I'm I'm very beautiful. I know, but I'm I'm scared of it.
0: Why? Because you think it'll be too nice, and it won't. Cocktail bar.
1: It's because they're so. I only started drinking cocktails since I've been in London, Mm. so it's like they're so expensive that I'm scared to fuck it up. It's a you know? tough one because of the milk.
0: Yeah, that's why. It, that It feels weird, man. I, I once... I, I uh, worked at a cricket club and there was a big 21-year-old party and there's all these big... Uh, big girls. Big girls. No, these 21-year-olds and they're all having a great time. It's Prosecco, Prosecco. And they're all on gins and vodkas. And one of them had was having double baileys as like her session drink for the entire night as in the round that. would be three gins see. two vodkas and a double baileys on ice i can and then they and then they went off into leeds for a full night out you know
1: that's the person right who throws up and they're like oh i don't that's not happened before and you're like it's because you've drank a fucking you've drank a liter of ice cream essentially <laughs> you know,
0: like, it's... Yes. my dad's advice for weddings if they if they haven't served the meal yet get a pint of guinness because it's like a meal in a cup and it'll put you on
1: <laughs> your dad is just so much more manly than me you know you're gonna say to me Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, there's no question about you, Tom. You're such a. <laughs> That's
0: sad. I tell you what, a
1: Guinness. A Guinness is. How do you feel about a Guinness? Love Guinness. Yeah. I love a Guinness.
0: I like a. I like a. Speaking of Kalua, I like a Kalua and a, a T Maria and a Guinness. Sorry.
1: Um, Not at that either. It's very nice. Um, move. We move on. So, uh, we just use this to catch up, don't we, Tom? Really? <laughs> <We do. laughs>
0: uh, Gaff's more general favorite parts of the film, all weirdly specific parts. What's what's jumping to
1: mind for you uh, when it comes to little tiny details that really I love the bowling sequences. Yeah. I love, 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 love the bowling sequences. You know, like as even when they introduce Jesus and he's like putting his hand over like the heat. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's it's something about watching a bunch of fuck-ups be really good at something that Like, yeah. you know, like they found what they love mm-hmm. and they're good at what they love. And it's so refreshing. I guess it's, a, it's quite relatable even like in like acting, isn't it? Mm. Because right now we're not making any money from it, but we mm. love doing it. You know, it's, so it's, it's, it's relatable in that level for me. So mm. I love that they took it seriously. It's like Breaking Bad when they make meth. <laughs> you know like, yeah they really make it beautiful i think I like- yeah
0: it's underrated the amount of times you get this is what this is my okay two-prong thing i always say when it's like he's the greatest writer in the world in a movie or whatever you cannot show anything he's written because it will never be the best <laughs> thing in the world you can't do that's the only one you can do that for though like songs if you're making a film about a band you have to yeah. write a bloody a couple of bloody good songs. You have to believe. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's yeah, why yeah.
0: all of these music biopics are of real musicians. They never there's ne- oh, apart from because uh, you'd have to, yeah, yeah, no,
1: that's about. I hadn't thought of that. That's that's smart.
0: And um, again, it's very obviously there's the point of us not showing the dude and Walter not bo- uh, not bowling, but just yeah, as you say, showing that they are
1: that they're excellent at bowling. It's not
0: just a... yeah, and they ball, love it. Isn't?
1: Yeah. And it's a team thing, even even the uh, you know what, weirdly Pacific. You know, he gets back after he's pulled the gun, yeah, but over the <laughs> line. He gets a voicemail from like the head of the clubs or <laughs> yes. something like the league owner, and he's like, We heard it. And it's almost like in that in this world, that bowling thing is everything like, is? yeah, yeah, politics and their status, and there's when good he, and bad players. When Donny comes over uh,
0: in the middle of the conversation after the uh, the um bag, bag of money drop off. And uh goes, Donny, uh, uh, sorry, Donny comes over. They've posted the league timetable, Donny, please. They posted the league timetable. And it's John yeah. Goodman is incredible in those little moments of changing. One of my favorite John Goodman moments is um, at the end when Donny dies and uh, the, the dudes, oh, somebody shot him and he goes, no, there were no shots fired. And it starts as a Vietnam joke of there were no, there were no shots. And then he goes, no, call the ambulance. He's having a heart attack. And it was, again, I would it's go, if it's so subtle.
1: Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it's done really nicely. That's what it is, is it's this world of ridiculousness. But then they bring you... Mm. But they only give you a, a, a taste of sincerity, you know? Mm. Like, you know, that, like, really careful... Like, that's only one line. And then the next line is them talking about putting ashes in a fucking, like, chicken box. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? In a like, coffee tin, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, no, oh man, that's so good. I also, I don't know, there's a part, I, I loved it when I was a kid and I loved it watching it last night. And that's when they're like, okay, we'll take the money that's in your pocket um, and we'll call it quits. And he's just like, no, there's something about that scene. And they've gotten like, Donnie's like, I've got 12 bucks, you know, and yeah. he's just there like, no. And that's that that scene, that whole sequence is just so, um, I don't know, powerful. I think it's powerful. You know? um, Soundtrack Corner. Killer soundtrack.
0: Bit yeah, of Bob yeah. Dylan to kick us off with. Well, no, not kick us off with. Have the Tumbling Weeds song. But then we have Dylan, Man and Me. Just killer 70s Dylan.
1: I have nothing to say about the soundtrack other than well done. You know <laughs> what I mean?
0: <laughs> what is, well, you do have something to say about the soundtrack. So that the way that we split this is best song full stop. I guess, I
1: guess it is a podcast, isn't it? I can't imagine. Yeah. Not a response. <laughs>
0: the, um, <laughs> best song full stop. As in, just best song on the soundtrack, and then best use of a song in okay. the film. You're I'm gonna, gonna have
1: to give me some songs, Tom. I can't be like.
0: So I think we I'm can tie it down to "Man in Me," as which right. is the opening bowling. The opening bowling. Can you
1: hum each one to me? The
0: "Man in Me" will do nearly That's not humming, anything. We'll with it. Uh, <laughs> the Gypsy King's Spanish version of "Hotel." Oh. California. Mister, you know, I, I listen, listen to
1: that, that, I listen that, that now. <laughs> it's on my um. I listened to that uh, song when I'm skipping, right? And I couldn't remember where I heard it from, but then last night when I rewatched Big Lebowski, I was like, that's where it's from. It that song so hell has hell been in my hell. life since I was a fucking kid. I'm going to
0: say it, I love the Gypsy Kings. I'm a huge Gypsy Oh, Kings I'm fan. a huge fan. They're fantastic. Bamboleo, man, are you then, just like,
1: man, that's just great music. It's music that <laughs> never come from this country, you know, because we just don't have sun. You need sun to make that music.
0: And also, it's it's just It's just killer holiday music. Everyone loves the uh, Auto Um Just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in by Kenny Rogers, which is the second dream, the big dance. So I'm going to say, uh, oh, and, and run through the jungle, uh, Cream's Clearwater Revival, uh, when they're dropping off the bag, just to, <laughs> a wowser of a track. I'm going to say best song, full stop, uh, Man and Me, Bob Dylan. Best use of a song, I'm going to go for Just Dropped in to see what
1: conditions she was in. Uh, what are you thinking, Garfield? I'm going to just agree with you, Tom. <laughs> because I could split hairs, but I think we're just... I could say probably any song, mm. and I could argue it probably, but I, I don't know. I think they work really well. Oh, you're doing something.
0: Speaking of Titanic, it's Oscar Travesty time. I'm not going to make the argument that it should have been nominated for Best Picture. I mean, in a perfect world, yes,
1: of course. I think it should have been. It didn't do well when it came out, though. I didn't know that. It took yeah. six years or something. Major it box office production. flop. I mean, you,
0: yeah. Can, the, at this point, the Coen brothers are not a major name. Fargo was a hit, but and it was good at the Oscars. But... You know these aren't these aren't major movies. The Coen Brothers aren't really a major name. Even still, now *Hail Caesar* own made its money, made some money, but it wasn't a
1: huge, huge win. No, 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 it wasn't. The um, um the screen the, the lack of a
0: screenplay nomination is, however, egregious and Disgusting. insulting. Disgusting, especially
1: um, if you've got um you've got the full Mon- Monty in there. So if you're gonna, um, it almost feels like. Feels like Big Lebowski should be there instead of the Full Monty. I love. Don't get me wrong. I do mm. love it. But they're not I'm going
0: the to... I'm going to besmirch the name of my idol, Woody Allen, which uh, is not a thing you should say anymore. But uh, Deconstructing Harry is Lesser Allen.
1: And uh, I'm happy I, to... To be honest, to be honest there, like, I don't believe matt damon and <laughs> no, joking. there's a big there's a big thing out there isn't there that matt damon and ben affleck didn't write good will hunting well the big
0: story is basically william goldman screen screenwriting legend he wrote butch and the sundance kid all the president's men misery uh, yeah. magic great film and the princess yeah, call, bride my goodness
1: bloke it's he? quite good it's good
0: and uh, but on top of that he was also a major script doctor so a script, sh- not not shit, but a script needs work. Okay, yeah, send yeah. it to Will, and he'll do a it draft. He'll work
1: interview. out what is missing.
0: So his basically, Goodwill Hunting, the original script had another forty minutes of him going on the run from the uh, the mass people. They brought in the FBI because he had secret of information, and it's like a forty minute thriller. See, that
1: sounds like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Like, I, I yeah. get
0: that. I'm going to, you know, it's very loose, this episode, Big Lebowski, just in case it does get picked up. I just farted and it was louder than I expected. And that's the first time this has happened in over 100 episodes. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to admit it. I have no shame. We all do it. Um, LA Confidential. Um, I realize
1: you can edit stuff. You know what I mean? No, but like
0: you were it. making a nice. I was
1: making a good point about William Goldman, and it was literally over what you were saying. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Well, I maybe... can see you getting a message from Lauren. I hope she's okay. Are you okay, Lauren? <laughs> oh my God,
0: this is being seen. I'm sure she's fine. She'll probably be asking about printing off BAFTA sheets. As time of recording, the BAFTAs are Sunday, and I can't wait for all of my favourite films to not get anything. Uh, for me, the screenplay nominations egregious. I'd make a, a shout for um Bridges for uh, best actor uh, however, I still think that Damon should have won over Nicholson and this is coming from Nicholson is my favorite actor ever um one of those things what's next best single minute as we, i think we've, we've we've hit on a lot because yeah. this movie is really best single I minute I take the structure out of this Tom I no, just talk about it. <laughs> um the um but here are a few that we haven't talked about yet. Philip Seymour Hoffman doing the medals is astoundingly good. Um,
1: oh, sorry.
0: It's, don't apologize. You can yawn, I can fart, you know, we we're we'll lose today. <laughs> uh, but Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, mainly when he's reacting to Tara Reid offering to give him a blowjob job for $1,000, and he goes <laughs> which is obviously a meme. Um, uh, I, I love Philip Zimmer Hoffman obviously um, the, um, I just yeah love love be, Philip Zio Hoffman makes me sad
1: every time he's on um, really um, it's dressing gown, Tom I'll tell you that so it's I hot wrap it up. it's cold it's hot sorry wrap take up. it off no but I feel like I've got this far into it so I don't want to I don't want to don't want to dash it now you know, only the true fans are listening.
0: Uh Jesus, which we talked about, John Totoro. I'm going to fuck you in the ass Saturday. I love that he's a, a sex pervert. No, really, he's a pervert. And yeah, yeah. uh again, just just again, and even the smallest little things are great gags. Him having to knock on every door and it's that big burly guy that's clearly going to beat him. They're
1: um, not, they're not, They're not afraid of the silly in this Mm. film. You know what I mean? Because it is silly, but uh, I don't know. How would you write (laughs) the I would love to talk to them and be like, what was the first day of writing this like? You know, where did, Mm. what was the, what was the spark? Where did this come from? You know, because normally when I have an idea, I'm like, oh, I'd like to make a film about something like this. I wonder what it was, you know?
0: I have, I am in no way going to say that we have the same writing experience. I have the same writing experience as the Coen's. But then and again, I'll have a bunch of little great ideas that I know can't be full scripts. I will then work to make some sort of framing to put them all together. So maybe maybe it was, maybe it was something like that because these, all these little factors are so bizarre and so separate. Yeah, like they had, um,
1: they had a bunch of, I feel like they've thought of the character, the dude.
0: yes
1: they saw it because there's people like that you know there are like they're like um it's like buddhism really isn't it they're just like it's that theory of like ah fuck it you know like you'd be fine um yeah i don't know i don't know what we're talking about but i like (laughs) it um and uh yeah i love
0: i love them going to see the neighbors play yeah Um, oh
1: the neighbor yeah.
0: Um, incredible stuff just incredible stuff uh, and again all those sort of bizarre LA the amount of podcasts and stuff I've listened to where people from LA just say yeah this is about right you watch Big Lebowski and you go okay that can't be how LA is and then you watch and then you're like oh no that's actually how that's LA, LA is, is yeah. um, a few tiny notes Amy Mann is uh, one of the people at the bar she's one of the nihilists i love amy man love Mac- the magnolia soundtrack is glorious um from i am the walrus when he confuses uh lenin and lenin i love the picture of nixon bowling on the dude's wall again one of those even the smallest smallest things david thula showing up for a little bit professor uh, Tom, lupin I tell you
1: what this sums up this film right how long have we been talking now do you know? Oh, I don't know. I think it's an hour. All right, so we're an hour in, right? And we haven't spoke once about how his rug gets stolen, and that's the whole. <laughs> that's that's the fucking that's the storyline of the film that you can grasp to is his rug gets pissed on, and then he goes and get you know. But we haven't mentioned the rug once yet. That's what I, this film is, and, and that's arguably,
0: that's the thing that people know.
1: He, I always think
0: of what's the thing that people who haven't seen this film still know. I'm losing the robe. I don't care. I um, don't care I, don't, I just you know don't what, care Tom? anymore I don't care Call ends And um, Yeah the rug Friends anymore I've always been a
1: rug guy Have you been a rug guy Garth? Oh I love a rug Love, love a, a rug I haven't got a rug But if I could I would But it's a very um, It's a very London flat innit So yeah. there's no room for it's a rug No room for a rug No A rug No
0: room for a rug
1: It's getting late Tom I'm getting silly I'm
0: just gonna, <laughs> Uh Best line. I mean, again, this could go for a good hour. So I'm I've going to be really strict and you're allowed
1: three. No, I've got my, I think I have my one. Take it. I knew you were going to ask this. Take it. Well, I, since you've said it, I've been thinking about it in this podcast. I just love that line when he's being <laughs> shouted at and he's like, yeah, but that's your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's that. just like, opinion that one incredible he's a bit defensive but he just i just i don't know there's something about that line i think there's something to do with today's like how how everything is now with social media and art and everything i think it's just so it's almost like that could it's an important line you know here's three that we haven't
0: talked about Fuck me i mean say what you want about the tenets of national socialism dude at least it's an ethos um,
1: yeah totally but oh brilliant. my god yeah oh, I totally forgot you know what I'm taking it back I had a I put a flag in the ground Tom I'm wrong that's not my favourite take favorite. the flag back out because I love again. that fucking line I love that fucking line that one we just spoke about when he walks in and the guy's in the iron lung and he said he was like, does he still write much like, he's like <laughs> 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 we're a big fan of your work um,
0: I hope one day somebody comes into a room and shouts out at me um, what the fuck is this obviously you're not a golfer and my final one, which I, I talked about earlier, Jackie Treon talking about the future of porn, interactive erotic software, the wave of the future dude, 100% electronic. And the dude, yeah, well, I still jerk off
1: manually. Uh, yeah, uh, man, honestly, I think every single, every line in it. Has, oh yeah. There isn't a line in it that's not gold. You know, uh, let's get- You're out of your depth, Donnie. Isn't that a lie? You're out of your depth, Donnie.
0: That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, I, it's what's the change? Do you have any? Yeah. No, I have only one pernickety one, which is, um, why does he hate the Eagles? The Eagles are great, yeah, but Come it's on. so
1: funny, though. It isn't is it?
0: funny that he hates the Eagles,
1: but he also, I love the Eagles too, but he gets thrown out the car, he just gets yeah? Yeah. Out of the car. yeah, even if you. That's such a good scene because mm. if you hate if you hate the Eagles, then you're like, yeah, fuck the Eagles. But if you like them, you're like, yeah, get out of the car. Yeah. You know. And also, uh, it's. I mean, exists- I know two songs from the Eagles, and I like both of them. So. <laughs> but <laughs> also, it's
0: peaceful, easy, e- peaceful, easy uh, evening or living. I can't remember. And it is such a tepid. Got a peaceful, easy living. And and it's I like, yeah, I okay, this the- could be the worst song to hear at the end of the worst day of your life.
1: Yeah, man, I don't actually know what I would change. If I changed anything, it would just be interesting. Like I would just like I wonder what would happen if you threw someone like as in I think there's room in that film for Rick Mail to be in it somehow. Yeah. You know, I mean?
0: maybe in the David Sules part.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something uh, I just feel like maybe that maybe someone like Rick Mail would. Uh, Bring something. Um, mm. Maybe that's. But but I, do, I think it's perfect. It's just if I was going to make a change, I'd throw him in and make him a drug dealer or something. That would be hilarious. You know? uh,
0: it's time for a few Rest fun facts. Peace.
1: Rest in peace. Rest please. in
0: peace, Rick Mill. Uh It's time for a few fun facts. Before filming a scene, Jeff Bridges would frequently ask the Cohens. Um, uh, oh, pardon me. Would uh, frequently ask the Cohen brothers. Did the dude burn one on the way over? If they said that he had, he would rub his knuckles in his eyes before doing a uh, take to make his eyes appear bloodshot. In an interview with Rolling Stone magazine, uh, John Goodman stated that the dude referring to the Big Lebowski as a human paraquat was one of the only improvised lines uh, to uh, make it into the final film. Virtually every other line, including every man and dude was scripted.
1: See, that's why it works so
0: well. That's why it works so well. A lot of the dude's clothes in the movies were Jeff Daniels. uh, Jeff Daniels, not Jeff Daniels. He's from Dumb and Dumber in terms of Indian. Jeff Bridges' own clothes, including his jelly sandals, which he still owns and uses to this day. Jelly sandals, big no from me. I don't know about you. Jesus
1: Christ. I'm I'm not a sandal guy, Tom. no. I'll wear them on holiday and your I flip enjoy flip them. But I always get the cheap ones. You know, the middle bit. It always breaks out. It always nah, breaks out. Sorry. I want their flip flops, but they're the same shit, right? But are we going to get that predicate on here, Tom? <laughs> really? A sandal and a flip flop. the same thing. They go on your foot, Tom. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> they do
0: indeed. Uh, this is John Goodman's favourite film of his own. Uh, favourite film in which he appears, rather. Uh, the do- okay. Gaz, you've got five each way. The dude says, man, how many times in this movie? Jesus Christ. You've got a leeway of f- five each way. Can you... God, it's a lot, isn't it's it? It's over a 100.
1: Yeah, OK, that's why I need to know. Well, if he says, man, uh, 190. 147.
0: Um, in an early draft of the script, uh, the dude's source of income was revealed because, obviously, he doesn't have a job, but he manages to... Still oh, what, what, life. what
1: is your profession, Lebowski? I'm
0: unemployed. <laughs> um, he, was he was an job? heir. He was an heir to the inventor of the Rubik's cube, which would have also made him Hungarian. It was uh, Joel Cohen's idea to drop this idea.
1: I'm glad um, they dropped uh, that. Oh,
0: no, I, I could have had that as a line. Also, another drop line. Obviously, there's the reveal that Walter isn't actually Jewish. However. In the funeral scene, in the original script, it was also revealed that he was never actually in Vietnam. Following Donny's funeral, the dude was to yell at Walter,
1: you were never in fucking Vietnam, Walter. Uh, That's that's something I always, I always question as an audience member, Mm. whether or not, you know, I think Mm. it's interesting how he plays it. I don't know. That's interesting you said that because I always think that. Mm. Uh, Tagline rundown uh here's
0: some taglines they figured he was a lazy time-wasting slacker they were right great her life was in their hands now her toe is in the mail great again some times like these call for a big lebowski not the best uh it takes guys a different...
1: strong tom like the first <laughs> one was great and then it was a bit shit and then that what was that one say it again
0: that was times like these call for a big lebowski
1: times like what <laughs> like the he said, you know I mean, nothing happens in this film. That's why it's so good.
0: <laughs> this, one's, these, this one's okay. It takes guys as simple as
1: the dude and Walter to make a
0: story this complicated, and they'd really rather be bowling. But that's yeah. so yeah, fumbled. That's,
1: that's too clever. It's so long and fumbled. And then like here... The dude is literally... Like you could just call it the dude, and, and you'd this, be like, oh, I kind of get it.
0: This was the Israel tagline, uh, and this is translated from the Hebrew, Lebowski... Not a man, a way of life, which obviously does give way to its becoming
1: good. a religion. <laughs> no, that's good because he does live this perspective of, yeah, you know, like it is his um, his thing. I don't sure. know. I've, I've, I've run out of smart things, Tom. I'm kind of.
0: <laughs> Tom's big question: uh, We
1: talked about whether you're a
0: white Russian person. Are you a bowling person, Garth? Oh, I love bowling, man. I, I bowling. mean,
1: I I'd not like not like how Americans love bowling. No, you know, but i've i've bowled probably less than 50 times in my life but i i love it every time love bowling. i used to be quite good at it too you know i was always quite i bet did you how long did you use the ramp for tom because i how, bet you would oh, you know how much
0: i love rules i am you I Are go you like a, ramp Are i go i'm ramp? like a fucking nazi when it comes to people using the ramps i go ramp. I go, how dare you? And then if they want, they're not pulling, and okay. they
1: never pull that shit. I have no ramps in my... And you know the worst one, Tom? You know the, the, the pushing, one? The they pushing put, thing. They put the barriers up of the, <laughs> the, 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 the gutter. So you've got people with a ramp, right? And the gutter up. And you're meant to play with them, but you don't, I, I won't play like that. Oh, yeah, no, that, that annoys me. I didn't I like, was, and they've got lighter balls anyway. I know? was on a first date. And I didn't allow ramps
0: or barriers.
1: I bet there weren't a second one. I'll tell there you was that. there was
0: three glorious years and then she left me. So I not He probably lets her use the ramp. Um, well, then no, you say it like that. Um, when you say it like that, it time. makes sense. She left you because of
1: bowling.
0: <laughs> it's the only way I can. Sl- now I've never I never bowl anymore.
1: Um, we should go bowling though, me and you. Yeah, like, for sure. Sure. I, I bet you're good at bowling. it though because you're you're like a fucking. A giant. I'm able about make everything. With your hand size, with your fucking <laughs> massive hands. Um, at
0: the end, the stranger who we ha- again who we haven't even talked about, Sam Elliott, um, talks about. And it gives me happiness to see that there's a little Lebowski out there. Yeah, who is he? Is there a world where you want to see the Big Lebowski too?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> not even a not, not see, even no. a little bit.
0: Okay. The Coen brothers are doing it, with Jeff Bridges, with John Goodman, and a whole other cast of characters. I don't know if I'm fully in, but- um, I not, I'm excited. The Coen brothers have only made two bad movies, The Lady Killers and Intolerable Cruelty. And even them
1: have- What was the one, last film? What was the last film they did? The last film was The Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix. Do I want to... What uh, is it the original three in it? Because, like, they're, well, like... Well, one of oh. them's
0: dead, so... Oh. Yeah. Well, um, Jeff Bridges and John Goodman. No, 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 yeah. not in real life. Donnie.
1: No. Steve Buscemi no, dies Donnie. in the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, no, oh, Jeff... Yeah, yeah. Cohen brothers are back. I can't have it without him. Bring him back. Maybe a ghost. They burned the wrong corpse. <laughs> Do you remember that time where you burned the wrong guy? What, Grab oh, your I What are
1: they going to do though? What's the idea? I don't know. Like, Another do mystery. Talk?
0: I don't really want this. It's just three minutes of conversation.
1: Um, which, which brings us to the end. I just go fuck myself, Tom. Don't worry, man. Don't worry about it at all. Which <laughs> brings you us, fucking lunatic. Which brings us neatly to the end. Oh. How you treat your friends? I, don't right. know. I have acquaintances. I so am you your just, friend, Tom.
0: You are my friend. I'm recording indeed. now. You prick. Yeah, and, and it's caught forever, um, gas <laughs> That has been The Big Lebowski. Um, any final thoughts on The Big Lebowski? We're talking about this now. We saw it both within the past 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm speaking for myself. I could watch it next week and see new yeah. things every time.
1: It's one of the, I tell you what, it is better. I love it on my own, but watching The Big Lebowski with other people who love The Big Lebowski with mm-hmm. you is an, is is a whole nother level, you know? Yeah. Like if we watched it together, we'd probably, quote along with the film you know oh yeah
0: well that's yeah. part of that that's part of the joy of a quotable movie people I, I i think people every time we watch titanic as friends or whatever they you know they get annoyed and i think it's because nobody sees titanic as a quotable movie apart from me um yeah. why is it
1: titanic got first? a musical attached to it?
0: multiple yeah. musicals not to the jack and rose story but there is Titanic the musical, there was the unsinkable Molly Brown, which was just a musical about Molly Brown.
1: Because it'd be I tell you what, that 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 film would be a great musical, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Like the whole story. But also how he it.
0: Steamy Windows. Just do the Tina Turner song, Steamy Windows. Um Garth, great. you will be with us again soon. Uh, I, I don't know when. I don't know where. I uh, there there is a schedule eventually, um, but uh, you will be you will be with us soon again. Um, in the meantime, the Big Lebowski. Fantastic film. It's a fantastic there's no,
1: film. There's no other way to put it. There isn't. It's just fantastic. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Sous-titrage